0: Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill.
1: I am pleased to be talking with Lisa Dunford Dickman of Sacred Creative Adventure Today. How are you, Lisa? I'm great. It's always good to talk to you. Oh, it's so nice to see you. And we have a really cool topic today. We're talking about loving the resistance. And you came to me and and we were talking about this concept of resistance. And I went, oh, we need to have this on the podcast. We need to share this because it relates so well with what comes up as people are writing and sharing their stories and can show up anywhere in the process. It can show up with the writing, publishing the book, marketing the book after so I went, okay, exactly. this is a hot topic we need to be going into. And before we get into that, I'd love for you to tell a little bit about yourself, the work that you do so that people can thank you. get excited about <laughs> getting to hear.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So my name's Lisa and I am a transformational coach, a writer, and a creative. And um, before I got into coaching about six years ago, I had been a full-time professional writer for Lonely Planet Guidebooks for about 15 years. And before that, I worked at newspaper, and I was in the features department as a special sections editor, and um, I wrote articles about um, homes in, in the area or the senior citizen community. So I did everything from features to interviews. It was really eclectic. And after I um, worked for Lonely Planet for, okay, so I'm going to say about 12 years, I started getting the signal it was time to move on
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, um, and I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it, life events happened and I did eventually figure out that I wanted to be helping people explore their internal world, not just their external world. So now I really help them explore both and I um, help um, soul-led entrepreneurs, coaches, light seekers really lean into divine support and self-love mm-hmm. so they can stop struggling to do it all themselves.
1: Oh, how divine. Yes, and I love that you've taken this experience that you have both in the writing, that creative experience and in this adventuring and traveling the world ha- bringing that to people internally that's such a a, a, br- a beautiful transition for for you and to help people right it's uh, with the travel yeah and traveling is so you learn so much about yourself I really do along the process And so I've even most recently, my most recent. So I do
0: one-on-one coaching and group Mm -hmm. coaching, and I run programs. But most recently, I'm offering um, a retreat in Africa this October, which brings together all the pieces. That brings together the coaching and the traveling, and it brings together the writing too, right? Mm -hmm. Because I really want to share my experience of the world and help draw people into that sense of oneness, that sense of connection. Of whether you call it uh, universal consciousness or God or love, mm-hmm. like tapping into that higher self makes so
1: much more possible. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the way I share that is with writing, right? Right, and writing, and also you do. There's um, any type of creative expression, right? So I do you do art as well, and lead do artistic experiences. I do. And some of my one-on-one coaching includes
0: like an art process that we, mm-hmm. um, we paint as we're um, transforming the energy so that we get a real felt sense in our body what it is to experience those emotions. And then we bring it into our body with the painting. And it becomes a process rather than a product. So we're not trying to have a certain outcome. We're seeing how it feels to paint being angry at something or these different things so that we really get into our body, right? Because so often we're up in our heads.
1: I love that. And I love that in our society, right? It's so product oriented, right? And in it the is. writing space, I get, I tend to get into that space too of, okay, we're, we're getting towards writing a book or in art, we're getting towards getting a, a, something I can show exactly. in a gallery or right um, for a p- particular purpose. I love that you are tapping into that the healing properties, the transformative properties of just the experience itself, without it needing that final, you know, any anything at the end, right? It's not about
0: yes. That. Well, and this is a this is a conversation for another day. But creativity itself is so healing. Writing right. for writing's sake is so healing. You know, art for art's sake is so healing because it's part of making a, a whole, right? we're expressing ourselves, we're expressing our desires. And so, irregardless of if we do produce a product or not, you Mm -hmm. know, like it's just so soul nurturing to write. And it can be really frustrating when you feel like you can't write, or you Mm -hmm. feel like you can't get your word out in the marketing and you don't really understand why, Right. right? Like something's holding you back, but you're not even sure what or why i want to write a book i want
1: to get my word out why can't i seem to do it right and so i love this idea of the resistance right what what is that that can get in the way of that cuz it it does present often in different ways from what yes. i see with writers and it also it seems no matter people often are like trying to figure out what it is but it just shows up as i'm doing something wrong I'm yes. black I can't do it right why can't I sit down at the computer why can't any words come at, like it just feels like it's their fault yes but they don't know what that fault is they can't figure it out so will you share share a little bit yeah so there's been a lot written about resistance and um there are a lot of good
0: books on it like Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art is a really good book about resistance which I highly recommend Um, And that helped me see resistance as something outside of myself, not something I was doing wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do believe there's a flaw in that metaphor of war, because then that sets us up to beat ourselves up, right? For like, be at war with this resistance. So um, I see resistance more as something that's coming up to be healed. Some part of me that needs to be loved. And it's completely unconscious. So of course we don't know what's going on and it can feel really confusing. It can feel frustrating. It can feel like infuriating, right? It can just feel like, er, mm-hmm. because you don't know what's going on. But we all have, we've all learned lessons in our life, right? When we were younger, we had things happen and very few parents are enlightened masters And so so we all have our stuff, right? Our caregivers, our teachers add their own stuff. So a teacher told you, you shouldn't, I had a teacher tell me once, if I was going to draw small, it wasn't worth drawing at all. And I'm sure she was trying to encourage me to draw big, right? And to expand myself, but it came out a little sideways, right? So you can internalize those things. Mm -hmm. You know, your mother thinks you speak up too often (laughs) you speak up too loudly in the wrong situation and you internalize that how i am is not okay how i'm being how i'm expressing in the world is not okay it's not safe
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and so this part of you learns that lesson and develops an adaptation right develops a pattern like when you get too far outside your comfort zone this small part of you that learned that lesson says, oh, don't do it. Don't go there, it's not safe, mm-hmm. but it's unconscious. So you can just feel hijacked. Like you can just feel like taken over. You can be having a disproportionate response to whatever's happening.
1: Mm.
0: Like, like, okay, I had a bad day and I didn't write as much as I wanted. Right. And you can make that mean, I should never write again i suck at this you know nobody's ever going to want to read what like it doesn't have to be logic at all you can jump Mm -hmm. a million miles to some future place when really that's this part of you is trying to shut you down trying to keep you from going someplace that doesn't seem safe Mm. and it's very well intentioned it's very that like that poor little part of you that got told you shouldn't draw small.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just
0: hurting, right? It's like, okay, well, I learned I shouldn't, I shouldn't express myself in a big way. Mm-hmm. So when I do, that feels dangerous. And so it got you through at the time, right? It, it, you were seen and not heard and your mother didn't get upset at you and you got a, went along to get along and it, it served you well at the time. It got you where you are today. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's nothing wrong with having developed that pattern. And I want to stress that there is nothing you did wrong, period. But that strategy is now maladaptive. It's, it's holding you back from what you really want now. And it can be really eye-opening to realize that that part of you is actually trying to protect you. Like it's actually trying to take care of you. Like, so you can say like Elizabeth Gilbert in Big Magic says, put your fear on a chair in the corner, like welcome it to the party, let it be here, give it a new job. And -hmm. that's all great advice. But if you can understand that that fear is really just a young part of you that deserves love.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And if you can develop that awareness, you can also
1: change your relationship to it. I love that so much. This idea of really see honoring what it has done for you and why it exists. It's not this thing to crush or throw out the window or feel more bad about yourself. Yes. Having. It's like, no, it has been here to protect you. Absolutely. Right. And so to, to, if we can Show appreciation, or feel appreciation, or honor, or gratitude for what it's done for us, and be like, okay, and it's not working. Well, and then what you do is you say, "Oh, honey,
0: I'm so sorry you felt that way. I'm so sorry." And then um, that part of you is probably not going to trust you at this point because whatever adult taught that part of you that it's not safe to be the way you are
1: hmm
0: you are now the adult right so she she or he is reacting to the adult and not trusting the adult but if you can teach that part of you that you are looking out for her mm-hmm. that you love her that you've got this like you get that it's hard you get that this is scary and um you've got this so Say you sit down. So usually my problem was not even getting to the page at all. Like, so for me, it was um, once I started writing, I was great, but I couldn't even get myself to start writing.
1: Mm -hmm. Like I
0: felt like a I felt like an invisible wall, quite honestly. Like, and I couldn't put words to it. I didn't know what was going on. I tried all these classes. I read books on procrastination. I read books on, you know, all these external symptoms patterns Mm -hmm. and that would really help for a minute you know Mm -hmm. that would help but that's not under uh, addressing the underlying cause is that this young part of me who I came to identify as about six years old Mm -hmm. just really didn't feel safe expressing herself right like she was too outspoken she was too independent she had too many opinions and Mm -hmm. that didn't sit so well with my dad Mm -hmm. you know, and it didn't feel safe to, you know, like it might set something off if I had those opinions. Right. Mm -hmm. So no wonder it's hard to even sit down and write, right. It's hard to even own those thoughts and opinions.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And especially after I stopped working for Lonely Planet, I did a lot more personal writing, Mm -hmm. you know, and I did a lot more memoir and a lot more personal writing. And then that's that's even more vulnerable right that's even
1: more scary Mm -hmm. and so if you can um, find a way to just your first thought, first step is just
0: the awareness that there's a part of you trying to keep you safe and it's Mm -hmm. developed this pattern whether it's the pattern of shutting you down or the pattern of over productivity i always have to be busy i always have to be proving myself i always have to be accomplishing that's a big one for a lot of people
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know or like or maybe it's when you get to the marketing and then like you have something about creatives don't make money or you have something about like it's somehow icky to make money instead of like it's a perfectly nurturing part of an energy exchange where your your work has value in the world, right? So like you might've learned that if I'm going to be a writer, I'm not ever gonna make money. Or if I'm gonna, you know, you, you could have, it can happen at any stage, it can happen at any age. They tend to be younger. The more mm-hmm. elemental ones tend to be younger, um, but it can really happen at any time. And once you realize, if you can get your awareness to the fact that you are being hijacked, that something is happening you can't understand Mm -hmm. and get really curious about where else have I felt this? Mm -hmm. What other time have I felt this in my life? Like, what other times did I stop myself from even taking action to even start because it didn't feel safe? When did I not start before? Mm -hmm. You can look at that and you can start gaining some awareness. And once you bring it to your consciousness, it gets easier to send that part of you love mm. and acceptance. And for me, it really opened things up to know I wasn't doing anything wrong. It wasn't some personal failing that I wasn't getting to the page. Yes. It's like that. I, it was a loving part of me trying to take care of me. And that made a huge difference, first of all, understanding the why behind experiencing resistance whenever it happens. Yes. And that really can open things up just having that layer of awareness.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think I can so see this, like you said, that it can present as busyness or I can imagine people that they think it's procrastination or they think I'm too busy Right. And there, there's always, there will literally always be yes. to do. There will always be other people to take care of. There always be a thing I have to go to, or this or that, or this or that. And so you could always, always choose that no matter Absolutely. what. Absolutely. And really is, is it that, or is it an underlying resistance to actual writing the work, the sharing your story, the, what becomes possible when you share your story? Yes. Right. Which is you know, cause that can happen too as people that are totally fine with the writing piece cause they just love it up. They love the writing. But then when it actually goes to mm, getting putting on it a out there in the world. like us and like we're doing and like share it, it's like, oh no. Or, yeah. you know, um, yeah, so it can show it can up be the
0: so theater. sneaky. It can be so sneaky. It can look like a different problem. It can look like I don't have enough time. Yes. It can look like I don't have enough information to market. I need to gain more information and therefore I need to take oh, another yes, course. Oh, yes, that's a
1: good one. Yes. You know,
0: it can yeah. look like um I'm worried about what other people are going to think. How are they going to respond? I've mentioned other people in my writing. It can look at like concern for others. Yeah. Like and really it's just a part of you trying to keep you safe, which is so wonderful, right? How great is that our, that our system you know, that we have this part of us that's been looking out up for us our whole life
1: mm-hmm. and trying
0: to take care of us a whole life. And now, um, so if I may, I'll share like a, a visualization that sometimes helps. Love that. I don't know that we have a time to do it, but what I would suggest is, mm-hmm. you know, really getting grounded first and then imagining that little part in front of you and start by sending her love just start by sending her whether you see it as light whether you see it as love or energy just like sending her love standing there in front of you and i got to be frank she's probably not going to trust you at first like cuz you haven't really talked to her that often right you you haven't let her express in her way so then the next thing to do is to ask what she needs like, what do you need right now from me? And so, the first time I did this, I don't know if you remember way back in the day in churches, there were like quiet rooms where you had that you mothers and children went, you could see everything. It was like a glass room, but the church couldn't hear the noisy children.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she wanted to go into a quiet room where she could see it all happening, but feel safe from it.
1: Mm-hmm yeah
0: and so i helped her there you know and so that she didn't feel confronted by it all all the time and that is something that helped me but it it might be she says you know i need to write whenever i want to write like not at a certain time Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i need to say whatever i want to say Mm-hmm. And know like get some experience of that being safe, right? So what you're looking for is teaching her that she's safe now
1: mm-hmm. and that
0: you've got this like i I as adult have this mm. like and I'm sorry you might need to apologize to her. she might feel like you've neglected her um like I haven't felt seen or heard, and um it might take some time, but visualizations like that can help just by starting to send the love and it's just really so important that realizing that that's a part of you that deserves love that you deserve love right that all of your parts are worthy that you deserve love that you haven't done anything wrong that Everything's unfolding exactly as it's meant to be unfolding,
1: Mm.
0: you know, and whatever is coming up now is coming up to be healed, not to cause problems, Mm. you know, and then once you move through that, if you're able, and sometimes you will need to work with a a writing coach or Mm. a book coach or a one-on-one coach to get help with this, because sometimes we can't do it ourselves. Mm. But if you just open to the idea that it's a part of you worth loving instead of beating yourself up, I think that can be really
1: game changing. Thank you so much for bringing that insight. There's so much that I think that this will help us writers going forward and that awareness. And clearly if anyone's having trouble like making that leap, like reach out to Lisa to see if you can get some support some clarity on this because sometimes it is hard to see for yourself without that guidance oh, and
0: i'm sure it's a lot of what you help people with too right because it comes up in different stages of the book
1: process right yes clearly yes and um so how do people reach you and also please just talk a little bit about africa just for a little bit before <laughs> we wrap up I want
0: okay so my website is lisadunforddickman.com and um, my work offerings are on there. Um, My Africa retreat is really a culmination of all my passions, right? Of of Wanting to help people connect with their self-love and divine support of um, knowing it's a magical world and wanting people to experience that because the magic is just closer to the surface in Africa. Mm -hmm. I've, I've traveled there. I've traveled to Pinda private game reserve in South Africa five times now. And it feels every time it feels like coming home to a place I've never been before. Mm -hmm. There's um, a primal connection to the animals and the land. Um, There's the amazing serendipities that happen when these animals show up for you. There's the messages you get if you are on a transformational journey, and you're working with a certain subject, like the the lessons these animals give to you, or it's just such a gift. Hmm. And um, so this really brings all of that together for eight days in South Africa this October.
1: I thank you so much for sharing about that. And anyone that goes with you is in such good hands to be able to see those awarenesses, to get that support through it. It's, you know, it's using, um, using all the, uh, all your skills and wisdom and knowledge and magic to support people through that in an amazing location. I've never been to Africa and it just sounds incredible. So thank you for being that. in the Yes. World well,
0: us. and I think that, um, Africa certainly makes it easier to tune in. There's Mm. something really amazing about being outside in nature all day, communing with the animals, communing with the land. But the objective is really to bring it home into your everyday life. Mm. It's like we will be working to clear and love one of your parts that's holding you back.
1: Mm.
0: So like quite often as, you know, transformational leaders and Mm -hmm. as spiritual seekers, we have one foot in each world we have read all the books we've had experiences but we're not quite living it fully you know like and it gets frustrating like we said which is true about writing and it's true about stepping up in our careers is that you when you don't know why you're holding yourself back it can be really maddening and you can strive and you can struggle to do it all yourself and really you don't have to do it alone when you learn to love all your parts and lean into divine support. So much more is available to us than most people think, and uh, connecting with that is really the purpose of this Open to the Magic in Africa retreat.
1: Thank you so much for talking with me today and giving us some new insight to, to help Thank us. Thank you for having me. Creative expression. Yes, I just if I if if listeners take one thing away,
0: it is. You have done nothing wrong. You are totally worthy of love. And that part of you that's helping, that's using the pattern of resistance also deserves your love. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you for having me.
1: To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com.
0: Com. And follow us on Facebook at facebook.com
1: slash greenheartlive.